In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, if you unpack the Bible verse that everybody already knows, you find a religion that nobody can actually fathom. Once it's all on the table, it's pretty simple. Preach nothing but Jesus Christ crucified and a faith in him. Everything else is overthrown. Everything else is condemned already. The law, sin, death, wrath, trust in humanity, or any righteousness found in us, in the world, and what we can build for ourselves, be it through politic or science or anything else. Whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. It means if you believe in Jesus, then sin, death, and the power of the devil are already undone. The law kills. Sin destroys. The devil and the vengeance he cries for would devour us. Even the wrath of God over what we have done to each other and to ourselves would consume us like fire. But God so loved the world that he gave his only son. If you unpack the Bible verse that everyone loves, you'll find a religion that nobody would want. Because God loved this world. Not the one that we imagine. Not the one we strive to build. Not the one we wish and pray would come. But this one. Because God might love this place, but we're all pretty sick of it let alone who we actually have to share it with. You know, each other. But God so loved the world, even though half our prayers are what we wish the world would actually look like, because we don't love this. Half our wishes are laundry lists of how we would do things completely different if we were God. But the gospel calls us to see that God would love the world that looks like this, and give grace to the sinners inside it, not wrath to those who continue to break it. The gospel would promise the God who even works good for sinners and wouldn't dare wait until the situation was finally ideal in order to make himself present within it. God so loved the world, but half our goals show that love has become too high an ambition for us. Right now the country fights for equality, but not love. Because actually seeing your neighbor the way God does, as a treasure, that seems so far-fetched that the best we can do is figure maybe we should try and convince ourselves to be tolerant of each other. The gospel calls us to see our neighbor as worth the life of our God, which is more than we could ever do on our own. There's a better equality to be found in the gospel. It's the God who would die for the whole world and name us all holy, all nations, all people brought out of the great tribulation together, wearing white robes washed clean in the blood of the Lamb. All of us united in the forgiveness of sins that names us perfect, righteous, worthy of love. If you unpack the Bible verse that everyone quotes but actually has trouble picturing, we hang it front and center in our church. It is nothing less than Christ who is crucified for sinners. For me. For you. For all. 
It binds us together without distinction, without exception, and it leaves us with a different vocabulary. Because all the world wants to talk about what's wrong. All the world condemns. But Christ did not come into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world would be saved through his cross. And so you don't need to measure how much improvement the world has made. You don't even need to measure how much you have contributed to it. You don't need to pretend. You can call darkness dark because you can see the light that has conquered it. It forgives you who walk in this light. It brings light that darkness would not be over, that God, darkness would not be able to overcome it. Understand what it is that light will come to dwell in darkness. You can call a spade a spade now. You can say the world is just as sinful as the Lord does because the Lord would not find it too sinful to dwell among, to save, to forgive, to reconcile. He has brought light into darkness, set light upon a hill that darkness would not overcome it, set light upon a cross that we who look upon it would find that light for you, for me, for all, that light would conquer darkness even as light forgives sin. And that means that the only reason there's darkness left at all is because folks want it that way. The light came into the world, but the people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. It's easier to sort through now, especially with that cross. Look to the politics, look to the science, look to the way that we treat each other. Shine light on absolutely everything. What is light reflects light. What is dark flees light. Not because Christians are good and the world is evil. That's the lie that the devil would have us believe so that we wouldn't know what to make of our sins that we still have and we would flee from the God who would crucify them even if it means running back into the darkness. It's whoever comes into the light shows what light does. It forgives. This is the work carried out in God. Christians can take their darkest sins into the light. You can take your deepest shames your most burdensome guilts to the cross and know that you don't have to be afraid of calling sin darkness because the light is for you. And you can even know where the light has conquered the darkness, how the light has conquered the darkness, and even for whom the light has conquered the darkness. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. This was for the world and this was for you. The darkness that flees the light is the darkness that doesn't want to become the light. It's the darkness that doesn't want forgiveness. Shine light on everything and watch Christians rejoice in the forgiveness of sins, for there is no greater light, there is no greater work of God. This is the peace that we have to not worry so much about the darkness anymore, to not be so afraid of the dark anymore, to not have to worry about outrunning it or outfighting it or outmaneuvering it, for you who walked in darkness are brought into light, and this is the work of God who carries it out over and over and over again for you, so that you would not have to measure your own light, but you can look to his cross. You can know that this is your every single day for every single dark sin over and over and over again our Lord pours out mercy for you so that you would not have to be afraid of who you are so that you would not have to be ashamed of what's been done over and over and over again there is light there is mercy there is peace there is forgiveness for you if you unpack the Bible verse that wasn't given to those who deserve it but instead to all the world 
you would know the cross and the forgiveness there for you and for all. You would know that this work has already been carried out, not in you, but in God for you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son so that you who believe in him cannot perish, but already have eternal life. In the name of Jesus, amen.